You are listening to Destination MTB on Mountain Bike Radio. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Destination MTB. This episode is brought to you by Epic Rides. Go to epicrides.com for all the information, how to register, details, pictures, all that good stuff. If you are a regular listener of Mountain Bike Radio and you haven't checked out epicrides.com yet, what's going on? What's taking you so long? I've been saying this in every episode for the last month. So just head over there, check it out. They do some really good races and uh, basically overall just great weekends. So if you're into mountain biking, if you're into having a party atmosphere, be able to just park your car, stay at a place, and uh, just enjoy bikes for the weekend, they have something for you. So go to epicrides.com. Now here is a short message from Rose Grant, and then enjoy the episode. Hey, I'm Rose Grant. I'm a pro mountain biker for Stan Snow Tubes and the overall female winner of the 2016 Epic Rides Off-Road Series. I'm a huge supporter of this race series because it truly offers big, epic backcountry rides on world-class trail systems, and each host venue embraces a vibrant environment with free live music, which creates a fun, family-friendly mountain bike party all weekend. I'm stoked to be racing the Epic Ride Series again in 2017, and I look forward to hanging out with all of you at the Whiskey, Grand Junction, and Carson City Off-Road events. Epic Rides races do tend to fill up quickly, so I encourage you to get more information and register today at epicrides.com. I'm here with Evan O'Toole. He is one of the race directors for the inaugural Two Moon 24-Hour race which is in glendo well at glendo state park in wyoming and it is september 23rd and 24th 2017 if you go to two moon 24.com that's two spelled out moon 24.com you will find out all the information there registration starts on wednesday march 1st and what we're going to do in this episode is get a little background behind uh, from Evan, find out what he's all about, how he got to this point of directing races and putting this race on, and then we'll talk about the race, and uh, that's it. So, Evan, thank you for taking the time to come on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, first of all, I appreciate you being a supporter of Mountain Bike Radio for a long time. I know before I even communicated with you, I saw your name kicking around, and uh, so I know you've been listening for a while, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, actually, I think the first time I listened was, uh, a couple of years ago, I, I was on a, uh, trip down to junction, uh, grand junction to go ride for, with some friends for a couple of days and we were heading back and <clears throat> it was, uh, snowing and we got turned around at, at Vail pass and, um, Jeez. somebody had recommended, uh, recommended, uh, mountain bike radio. So, found a couple of shows and those, uh, those got me through the drive. It's good. So hooked so, since then, I guess. Yeah. So I appreciate it. All right. So let's, before we get into the specifics about the two moon 24, let's give people an idea who you are, how you got to the point of putting on these races and, you know, you, you put on some other races too. And, uh, let's talk about those. How did you, I mean, you have a regular day job 
And how did you get, where did you start doing all this? how did you get into race directing? When I was in college at the University of Wyoming, I raced, uh, I raced on the collegiate team and, you know, we raced against uh, most of the colleges in Colorado. And so we were driving around doing races there and uh, coming from Iowa, that was a big eye opener as to what kind of riding there was. Well, um, it Iowa was, doesn't have that kind of riding? Uh, not that kind of. There's actually a group uh, in Omaha now that's been uh, building some good trails, but yeah. not you don't have quite the same terrain as you do out here. Um, so I that's kind of how I started racing. And then uh, after college, I spent a summer in Denver and did uh, did some of the Mountain States Cup races um, across Colorado and uh after I graduated, I spent a summer or two where I would drive to a couple of races, and I thought, I'm so I'm so tired of driving like four or five hours for an hour and a half long race. And right. there's there's a ton of great trails up at Happy Jack, which is uh, just off of Interstate 80. It's about a mile off of Interstate 80 at the top of the summit between Laramie and Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a 15-minute drive from town. So I thought there's a ton of trails, and there's a lot of mountain bikers, and there's no reason we couldn't put on some good races here. Right. So I talked to my buddy Nat Dyke, uh, who had put on a bunch of races, mountain bike and ski races in the past, and he knew how to do all that stuff, and I was eager enough to do most of the work. So. Uh, we started working on that and we started the Laramie mountain bike series. This will be our 10th year doing that. Mm-hmm. So we, we race on Tuesday nights and it's, uh, we've tried to really build a local homegrown scene. And I think that's what we've got now is it started out as about 40 people. And, uh, this year, I think this last year we had about 170 people per race. And we draw from Laramie and Cheyenne and Fort Collins. So so we, we think we've done a pretty good job of doing uh, those races. And actually, the year after we started the Laramie Mountain Bike Series, we put on the Gowdy Grinder. Which I did that which, a few years ago. Yeah, I saw you. I yeah. came and chatted with you after the race that was where for I, a minute. That's where I finally met you for the first time, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. And you were running out of there. I think you had your daughter or something was brand new three and a half yeah. years ago. It might have been she was like brand new and something was whatever. You had to get out yeah. of there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so we put on the Gowdy Grinder, and that's been pretty successful. And um, then the last couple of years, we've traveled, and last year – or in 2015, we went to Gallup for the 24 hours in the Enchanted Forest. And then this last fall, we went to St. George for the 25 hours in Frog Hollow. Mm-hmm. And and as we were driving to St. George, which is like a 10-hour drive from Laramie or 11-hour drive, we thought, this is so lame. We, you know, I looked all over Colorado. I couldn't find any races, any 24-hour races. And maybe I just didn't search uh, clearly enough, but I think I think that's correct. Um, so we uh, we talked about it, kind of the whole drive down and back, and thought we should we should put on a race, and we kind of started planning that 
on the drive. And when we got back, we actually the next weekend we drove up to Glendo and rode our proposed course and kind of checked out the campground and started figuring all that out. Okay. And before we talk about where Glendo is, the Glendo Reservoir, you realize that you just blew the minds of many people throughout the country that thought that Wyoming had zero of anything. <laughs> yeah. Mountain bike trails. Yeah. Um, there's a, just east of Laramie, there's a big parcel of public land on the Medicine Bow National Forest. And uh, the areas that we ride at are called Happy Jack. And then over around Vitavu, there's a bunch of trails. And, and Vitavu is known for big off-width climbing, off-width crack climbing and okay. a lot of other stuff. There's some hunting and, and fishing and stuff up there. But um, there's trails up there. And uh, then east of that, another 15 miles is Kurt Gowdy State Park. And Wyoming State Trails, uh, I think they approached the park or someone approached the park maybe 12 years ago or 13 years ago and said, hey, you know, you're really close to the front range and you've got all this land and people pretty much just come up here to camp next to the reservoir and fish. So let's build some trails. (laughs) They've got, I think at Gowdy now, they've got something like 35 miles of trails. And they're legit trails too. I mean, yeah, it's not just they were, easy, smooth. I mean, it's pretty, it's fairly smooth. It would be for like Colorado front range people. It would be like a, uh, more technical Buffalo Creek. Hmm. There's like uh buff Creek is like, has that, uh, gravelly type of soil. It's not even soil. It's like this, uh, rocky kind of stuff, but like Kirk Gowdy has, you know, some drops and some ups and it's not easy. It's yeah, fun. it's a it's lot fun. of it's a lot of decomposed granite in That's the soil. Yeah, yep. So there's kind of it's kind of kind of sandy, uh, slippery around some of the corners. But they did a really good job of building those trails, and they, uh, for what it's worth, it was certified an IMBA epic. I think hmm. I know people have different yeah, opinions yeah. on that, but, but epic. But it's still it's you know it's a great it's a great place to ride and it uh it's really great because we're fat biking at happy jack now we're machine packing trails yeah, to I fat bike on pictures it's nice. yeah Looks yeah nice. um and then right about the time the fat biking gets bad at happy jack the regular mountain biking it's starting to get good at gowdy so okay. it's sort of a flawless seam yeah, in the no springtime yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so then after the success of the trails at, at Gowdy, they, uh, they decided that they should build more trails. So they've got something like 45 miles of trails at Glendo. And then I think they're going to move now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Then they're going to move on to, I think Guernsey and Keyhole State Park along 25 and hmm. try to get sort of a recreation corridor up this side of the state. Okay. All right, so let's talk about Glendo then. It, first of all, g- give people an explanation of kind of where it is, what the park is like, you know, because uh, just uh, talk about – it's a huge reservoir. It's a huge reservoir, and it's popular during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but talk about where it is and what it's all about. Okay, it's, uh, it's about an hour north of Cheyenne, I think, or a little more. So it, it from Denver, I think it's about three hours 
So it's just straight north. You drive 25 north until you get to Glendo and you get off and you take a right. And in 10 minutes, you're at the trails. And it's 10 minutes because I think there's like a mile and a half of gravel or two miles of gravel. So you have to go slow. <laughs> it's yeah. not far. You yeah. could pretty much see it almost from the freeway. Oh, yeah. You can see the reservoir from the freeway, from the interstate there. And uh, it's sort of, it's at like 4,700 feet, um, which is low for me, but it's high for other people. And it ends up being pretty hot in the summertime, but in spring and, and uh, fall, it's it's kind of a great place to escape to. And in fact, I had a friend who just went and camped there this weekend. She said the trails were too muddy to ride, but the camping was good, if not a little bit cold. Yeah. So it's under kind of under the peak, uh, under uh, the shadow of Laramie Peak. Yep. So it's close. I mean, it's three hours front range, Colorado. So it's not, yeah. it's not bad. It's right up the freeway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So these trails, they 45 miles. I had no, I, uh, I had no idea that that was like the plan or whatever. I, I didn't know they had that much. Yeah. Yeah. You can, um, six years ago or five years ago, there was that I know of, there was maybe a couple miles. Yeah. You could for sure spend, uh, at least a weekend there riding and it's so I kind of tell people, even people around here who haven't ridden at Glendo that if you ride at Gowdy, it's like really smooth riding with some big rocks, some, you know, big features. Mm -hmm. Whereas Glendo is kind of consistently bumpy riding with some smaller features. Okay. Makes sense. So more like it would be not that it's in trees, but it would be more like a, the single track you'd find like in in the forest or woods where there's like rocks and more of like uh I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, that. it's it's it's, it's pretty rocky like and yeah, yeah. and there's actually quite a bit of um in the trees oh, okay. trails. Okay. I mean there's plenty that's kind of out totally exposed, but yeah. our our course, I guess if I look at it, it it covers a sort of a mix. There's some stuff that's out in the open, but quite a bit that's in the trees okay. that'll keep kind of shaded. Okay. Let's talk about the course then. So you, how many miles per lap? Like what's the climbing? Kind of give us the details of that. Yeah. So it's, it's short, I think for a 24 hour race, it's about nine and a half miles for the lap, at least for what we are thinking right now. Um, but it's not easy riding you're going to be getting kind of beat up on it. Like it's a true mountain bike race. There's going to be a little bit of dirt road, but the single track, when you're on it, you got to be paying attention most of the time. Okay. And there's, you start off at, in the two moon campground and you cross the road and you drop down and there's kind of one big nasty feature on a trail called root canal and then uh, you cross the river, the Platte River, and you climb back up the other side of the canyon and do a loop there and back down along the river and cross the river. And then a couple miles before the finish, you go up a big switchbacky hill. Um, I don't know what the total climbing is. 
but it's uh, it's quite a bit. The two climbs, the first one is maybe uh, a thousand feet. No, oh. not that far. Okay. But the the second climb is 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 pretty big. Okay. It looks like it's uh, about a thousand meters. Okay. I'm looking at our website. I should know this. But. No, that's fine. It, I mean, <laughs> and it changes too. I mean, it's if you do a tweak here, the tweak there. So, I mean, what I found at the beginning is if you don't have, uh, sometimes give people a, a general idea and a good, good close, and then you get it dialed in as you get closer to race anyway, because yeah. who knows what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And a thousand meters is totally wrong. I, I realized that a one. lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's a, it's a good, fun course. It's going to, I mean, you're going to be interested the whole time. The climbs are not going to be just some sort of mellow climb, but it'll be a fun course. Yeah. Uh, so with that, so do you have any idea like time per lap? So nine and a half is pretty close. It depends the, from the ones I've done before. I mean, that it all comes down to kind of what the time is. So right. I had ones yeah. where a 15 mile lap or a nine mile lap, it, you know, it's generally going to be around an hour. Is that? Yeah. And th- that was our, that was our goal is okay. for fast guys to be doing and gals to be doing a lap, uh, you know, 50 minutes, maybe okay. 45 minutes, somewhere okay. in there. I think that gives people a good idea of what it would be like then. Right. You know, if you say nine miles, 45 minutes, you know, fast laps would be in nine miles. They kind of get a good idea. So it sounds like bring your full suspension. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I only have a hard tail 29er. Okay. Um, and if I get a race, that's, that's what I'll race on. But, uh, full suspension definitely would be really nice to race up there for sure. Okay. okay. So details, uh, teams, solo, you have all the groups or can you just give people an idea of yeah, what, they, yeah. what um, they should show up for? So, so our, uh, our theology with bike categories or race categories is single speed is a type of bike. It's not a category. So if you want to handicap yourself by only having one gear, then, uh, Does that that's, include fat bikes too. Like yeah. Same, yeah. Situation. Yeah. If you want to ride a fat bike, more power to you, but that's your decision. So, uh, we're going to do solo men and women. Um, we're going to do a small team is two to four people and that'll be either male, female, or co-ed. And then we're going to do uh five plus and that's co-ed. Okay. You can have all guys or all girls if you want, but okay. So, and then we've got a couple of comments about a duo. And if we, if it turns out we get a bunch of people signing up for, with just two people on their team, then we may consider adding a duo category. Yeah. Duo is really tough, but I, it's fun. Like mm-hmm. that's a great way to do it. If you really want to push yourself and don't want to do the full day, it's, yeah. that is tough. Cause you get up and ha- hammer and then just as you're like, you know, middle of the night, if you're switching off laps, just as you're, when you sit down, you, you start falling asleep and then your teammate's going to be ready. So you got to get up and like hammer and it's, it's not, it duos tough. Right. Yeah. yeah. The two that I've done were on four man teams and okay. it was nice that you have about an hour to race and then an hour to cool down and an hour to 
eat or take a nap if you need to, and then an hour to start getting ready again. Right. Yep. And that was about perfect. And I think uh, for sure a duo in any 24-hour race would be hard. Yeah. All right. So registration Wednesday, March 1st. Mm-hmm. And what uh, what's the schedule like? So if I go to sign up for Saturday, September 23rd and 24th, which I'm not actually doing it. I'm going to be at the Margie Gessick <laughs> up in Marquette. So sorry about that. Um, but, uh, what can people expect when they show up for the weekend? Like what's the layout of the, the, uh, schedule? Okay. So it's the whole thing is based out of the two moon, uh, campground. And if you go to, if you search for Glendo state park, you can find a map and I'll you can see the that show notes too. the trails actually go through and around the campground, which is really cool. This is a campground that's actually above the reservoir. So it doesn't get as much use from the people who are there to boat and fish. So it's been sort of the de facto mountain bike campground for the last couple of years. Gotcha. So we're planning to mark the course on Thursday afternoon and have it marked so people can ride Thursday night or Friday. Um, the race starts on Saturday at about 11 a.m. And goes until Sunday at 11. Uh, we're going to have uh, the pedal house from Laramie providing mechanical support the whole time. They're also going to do a pancake breakfast on Sunday morning. Oh, awesome. And then the Fat Fish Racing Club, mountain bike club out of Casper, Wyoming, is going to come down and do an aid station on the course for us. Awesome. And then we'll do results and and a raffle for whoever sticks around on sunday afternoon okay so it sounds pretty straightforward you show up you can camp pretty much any any time if i were doing it i'd show up thursday and just give yourself a day to hang out chill out enjoy the area get some riding in because it's nice when you have like a a place a, a nice big campground with not a ton of people around you know as opposed to going somewhere where you need to get a hotel or you eat it's some fancy camp yeah. that you can't actually do stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, so Glendo itself is pretty isolated. You're going to want to bring everything that you need for the weekend. Yeah. Cause Wheatland is like 30 miles South and Douglas is 30 or 40 miles North. And the town of Glendo has a few amenities, but not much. There's so a gas station, you can get bait and ice. And that's right. Beer. <laughs> so, so bring what you need, but the campground itself is pretty rad. It's paved roads, so it's not going to be dusty. There's water. There's electric hookups at I don't I don't know how many of the sites, half of the sites or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good a good shelter where we're going to be having the start finish area, and then there's a pump track there right next to that that you can mess around on, and a playground for your kids and pit toilets and it's pretty pretty nice, I think, for for twenty four hour racing. Okay, is there a shower, running water, or anything like that? There's water, but there's no showers. Okay, but so bring your solar shower. Yeah, you'll or be good. The water might be a little cold, but jump in the lake somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, is there any other details about the race that we should uh, let people know? before they get signed up price i i was going to ask or have you discussed the price and uh, um i, I, I haven't yet cheap. so yeah so 
so Unless we are finalize it yet then you don't have to talk about it. <laughs> no, no it is okay. our our ethos with uh and you can really see it if you've come from around the region to do the the gaudi grinder is we offer a dirt cheap race we think uh and we don't have a lot of frills but we offer a good race over the last 10 years Nat has done a really kick-ass job with writing our timing database. So um, that is really what we get a lot of comments on is even at our Tuesday night race, the results are posted live online. So you can finish and, and you can check your results online. And we'll have that going at the 24. Um the the prices we're starting off with uh $55 until i think until the end of april and then it jumps up to 70 bucks until the end of august and then 80 bucks and i don't know yet when we're going to close registration but right sometime there and and uh it's a state park so you have to pay the camping fee but we sort of figured that the cheap entry fee offsets the the price you got to yeah, pay for absolutely. camping. And, and you're going to pay that anywhere. I mean, if you're going to go yeah. stay anywhere for the weekend, you're probably going to pay for it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, listeners, I mean, you've had, how many years have you had the the, the weekly series going on? Did you say 10? This is our 10th year. Yeah. So yeah. With 100, you're up to like 150 plus per week, right? You said? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, listeners, and, there you go. So, these guys put on have been putting that on for 10 years and it's a weekly weekly thing and they have all these people coming out so they know what they're doing yeah yeah i'm always excited (laughs) always excited to hear from people who come from along the front range and they do one of our races and and they go man this is this is really great and i'm uh i'm gonna tell my friends about this so yeah i would say that about the gaudi grinder I mean, we did that, but we moved up here to North Dakota then, I think, the following year. So that was kind of out the door. But Yeah, um, thanks. Yeah, I, that's a fantastic race, too. And I would, if I lived down there, I would make the point of doing that probably every year. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. That was a lot of fun, actually. I was, I was really, I was pleasantly surprised, put it that way. I'd, my <laughs> expectations were, well, I'll just go try it out and see how it is. And then I got out there and started riding around. I was like, holy man, this is, this is great. So, yeah. And, and I mean, I spend a lot of time on a computer, so I, I probably do a little more internet investigation and, and nerding out about things than a lot of other people do, but I'm always so excited. I'm always so excited when people, you know, review our, our race or to see some names of some of the faster riders from around Colorado and and the region that do our races. And then I talk to them and, and they have good things to say. It always makes me feel excited. It, I'm going to name drop here. Oh, that's fine. Do it. That Georgia Gould comes up from Fort Collins and does a couple of our races ah. every year for the Tuesday night races. And so I think if we're good enough to to draw the interest of someone of her caliber, then yeah. I'm pretty Olympian. pleased. Yeah. Although I don't know how much she's going to be doing this year. I saw that she's yeah, I saw. having a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But she'd but still probably cool. come up and smoke me. <laughs> yeah, she probably could. I feel like nine <laughs> months pregnant be like most of the field. So, all right. So listeners go to two moon 24.com. That's two spelled out two moon 24.com. 
I will put all the information in the show notes. So Glendo State Park, uh, well, the directions of the Two Moon Campground, Glendo State Park, uh, the Laramie uh, Mountain Bike Series, uh, Gaudi Grinder, uh, Laramie Enduro. So I'll put that all in the show notes as, as, as you're listening. Just go through there, scroll through, click on whatever, especially if you're on the app our mountain bike radio app. You can go on there and listen and click through and check out all the details while you're listening. So it's pretty slick. All right. So Evan, I'm not letting you off yet because I want to get your take. You've been a mountain uh, race director for more than I have. Like I just started (laughs) doing this. So you have plenty of experience dealing with all kinds of people all over there. Um, I'm curious. You said why the 24, but I'm curious your thoughts on 24 races in general, because we've swung from, I just see it not coming back in full force, but I see it kind of trickling back as an option, right? So we went gung ho. The I don't even know when it was years wise, but we went gung ho for that's that was like the endurance thing to do was twenty four hour races. They were everywhere, mm-hmm. and then it just got so much everywhere, and I think people just got kind of burned out because they went totally gung ho on it. And then we swung to you know like maybe like a couple big laps, and then it kind of swung to more of like an adventure point to point type of things. And like, you know, just long races like that. And I see it coming back as kind of an option for, uh, for people because it offers them kind of that weekend long thing, especially for teams, you know, it kind of offers them weekend long thing where they're not going out on like a, a hundred mile loop and they'll be, you know, they're going to be gone for 12 hours. They can kind of be in the same area as let's say their family or, you know, it, it's just easier. The accessibility is easier if you want to bring a group of people and enjoy right. more people. So do you, I mean, is that part of, do you see that? And is that, do you, do you feel that or am I just making that up? Uh, I, I, I think so. I think, I think you're right. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be as big as it was. No, not at all. In the, in the late nineties or whatever. No. But like I said, I'm super new to this. I did my first one in in 2015, so so I've kind of stayed in my own bubble. But now that I've done those races, I thought, oh, okay, we've done one of those, a couple of those races. Now let's uh, let's put one on closer to home. We think we can do a good job with it. Uh, you know, I think we there's no uh, there's there are no enduro races r- really close to me. I think there's a, there are a few, I mean, I know there's a lot in Colorado, but that hasn't really caught on around here necessarily, but it sounds like that's maybe the next, the next or or the current big thing. Yeah. I think we're kind of losing steam. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like I said. I, I haven't gotten into it, so I don't, no, I don't I know. really it's have just, a, an idea. Yeah, no, that's kind of, I don't know. I don't know where that's going to go. I yeah. just know people are too into, they'd rather spend money on like a another nice regular bike or maybe like a gravel bike or a fat bike just so they can goof around when it's crappy outside. And uh, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know where that's going. I, I just see the 24, like yours and some others popping up, the 24-hour series, Um like you said, I, it's not going to be anything huge anytime soon. There's not going to be like hundreds of them, but you know, it offers a good option here and there for somebody that wants to get out with some friends and hang out for the weekend and still offers a good option for those people that are crazy and want to do a day. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I see it. That if you want to, if you want to be some sort of a uh, hammer dude and 
go out and crush it by yourself or with some friends for 24 hours and you can do that. And it's also great because you can go out with a couple of your friends and you can ride a couple laps and then sleep all night if you want to. And so you're, you're kind of doing the same race as everybody else, but you get to do it at your own speed. Yeah. And you're and, not stuck uh, out there at, you know, 50 miles in, you're like, Oh, great. Now I have to get a, a ride home. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's, it, it is, it's a really great, the, the couple that I've done, they're a really great atmosphere. There's always somebody up doing something, you know, there's always somebody to chat with. And mm-hmm. if you can pull friends from maybe around the area, it's a good way to <clears throat> catch up with somebody for the weekend that maybe you haven't seen for a while. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. You have yeah. Thanks for having me. Family, little one. And yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I know how that and, goes. And, uh, I've got to say both, uh, both JRA and the path, they're both terrible shows. <laughs> totally horrible. You're going to get hate uh, mail from all of them now. That's yeah. Funny. Well, well, I've heard there's some beef and, I just thought I should jump into it as someone who doesn't actually know anybody from either of those places. So, <laughs> yeah, I, we're we're gonna get some combined show going with them because it'd be it'd be funny. So, and any beef is all just made up to like yeah. promote the yeah. uh, the thing. So, listeners, if you got to this point now, you know the real scoop. All right, so just a reminder: go to two moon twenty four dot com. Registration starts uh, Wednesday, March first at seven a.m. So, if you're looking to get in for that fifty five dollar entry, I'd recommend just just making the commitment and getting it done. Uh, September 23rd, 24th at Glendo State Park in basically like south, middle, central Wyoming. Uh, it's really cool. It's it's one of those things where you might think, oh, there's nothing out there. And then you get over to the reservoir and the, the trail area kind of all around the reservoir. And you're like, I had no idea this was here. I've driven by this several times and had no idea. So Yeah, it's a, it's a great spot if you're uh, traveling across country or something to to stop and spend the night yep. camp there on your on your road trip and get some miles in exactly so all right evan thank you for the time and yeah thanks for having me ben thanks for listening and just a reminder to head over to mountainbikeradio.com slash support mbr and learn how you can help us keep doing this thanks for listening and have a good day <laughs>